Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW, and you are listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J and that pain in the ass, Choppy. The one and only, the leader of the four horsemen, the world heavyweight champion, Ric Flair. You know, David Crockett, this is the time of the year when no matter how much dislike you might have for someone in this sport, no matter how much the competition wears you down, this is the time of year when Santa Claus is going to make it all right for everybody involved. And in this case, Ric Flair, this time of the year, can be called Santa Claus because he's the man that's holding all the gold in the greatest sport in the world. Now, the Crockett family went out last year and spent $40,000 on this. And this right here is the difference between the major leagues and the minor leagues. If nothing else you like about our sport, then this, look at it, because this probably costs more than the house you live in. And last night, Jim Crockett, who made me wait a month, walked up to me and put this back in my hand. Read it. The name is Ric Flair, and it goes on this for the fifth time. And I know that the Crockett family hates putting their hand in their pocket for Ric Flair because I'm already a multi-millionaire. But the bottom line is, I'm the best wrestler in the world today, whether you like it or not. Now, let's Luger. And Luger, I got to get this point across. I like you. You're a nice guy. You're a great athlete. The greatest body, the greatest physique in our business. But like Dusty Rhodes said, and now pay attention, because this is important to you, Luger. Just because you couldn't make it as a horseman doesn't mean your career is over. Just be very careful what path you walk. Be careful what you seek in life. Because, my friend, the bottom line is, if you jump on iron, you're jumping on Tully. If you jump on Tully, you're jumping on iron. And if you jump on Tully and iron, then you're jumping on me. And my friend, once again, ask Dusty Rhodes, the man who has beaten me twice, ask Nikita Koloff, ask the Road Warriors, one of my claims of fame, besides thousands of women, is the fact that I'm the dirtiest player in the game. The dirtiest. I'm writing a book right now. The dirtiest player in the game. I will stop at nothing to stay on top. Stop at nothing. I will not move out of that big house. I will drive nothing but Mercedes or Rolls Royce. I will go nowhere on a commercial airliner. I will ride in nothing but limousines. And I will make love to nothing but the best looking women in the world. You know why? Because I'm a winner at all costs. Which brings to mind P.S. Michael Hayes, the spandex cowboy. 
Now, Hayes, in Atlanta, where you have lots of bag ladies, you are called a poor man's Ric Flair. In other words, while I'm in cashmere, diamonds, and alligators, you're in Reeboks, jeans, and a leather jacket. And I personally am insulted that the Crockett's or any other promotion would rank you or put you in a position to wrestle me. You are street trash, bad street trash, as you claim. And pal, the bottom line is, Michael Hayes, don't be like Luger. Don't be a loser. Don't jump Woo! on the nature bar. Hey, coming up next, the total package. Lex Luger will be right here. Your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant and Remember, what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media. Dr. Dirty, John Valby, Turnbuckle Throwbacks, it's the holiday season, and uh, guess what? We fucked up again. I shouldn't say we, I should say me, because we had a great episode yesterday. Jay came right from work, and we logged everything in, and then I got excited because my son texted me, he was coming over, and I had no holiday spirit, so I decided to put my tree up, and then we decorated it last night, but then... Jay comes over, we record, and everything doesn't get recorded because I did an update that earlier that morning, yesterday morning, I did an update on one of the on, on the audio interface on the computer, and it didn't it reset to the 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 default settings when I did the whole install, which is doesn't make any sense to me. But again, 
technology is doesn't isn't, isn't my friend. So I apologize to Jay. I apologize to everybody who was expecting Jay and I. Uh, but now Jay's all booked up because he's a busy man, and I'm here, and that's pretty much it. So episode 433, it's our holiday edition of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. I, as always, for the last almost 10 years, your gracious host, your fucked up host, the host who can't fix these things all the time. It wouldn't be a show without it. As they as they say, the the master of of my own uh, I don't know what the hell they, they they said something, but anyway, I'm Phil Raya. This is episode 433. We all on the rant, rant entertainment media, part of the Shining Wizards Network, part of Dark Satellite Media. We usually have uh, the Wizards with us, but Kevin had another engagement, and Matt had to work, and Tony really never. Got back to us in terms of what was going on, so I just assumed he wasn't going to do it. And that's pretty much where we are. So, Merry Christmas. <laughs> I, I must tell you, I'm not... I I was so mad yesterday, because... Only because we had this all planned out, we had a throwback for you, which I'll probably still do the throwback. I really don't, you know... I'll uh, I'll bring it up during the break, but... And we got a roll report, too, by the way. Ma- Maniac Matt checking in from... He was in the upstate New York somewhere, but very far away. So Matt's going to be checking in in a few minutes. Yeah, we go to break. No commercial breaks this on this, on this episode. We're going right to the uh, right to the roll report, and then we'll come back to it, do a throwback for you. We'll do, we'll do something. I'm going to talk some wrestling. I'm just so mad that that didn't go through yesterday. So I, I'm sitting here, and I'm going through the episode, and I'm like, all right, I'm... Jay left, and I'm my son had just gotten here, and I'm going... And I, oh, right after the intro, it's dead air. Now, anybody who does, I'll break the fourth wall. I record on two different programs. Just in case one breaks down, I have I have a backup. Well, didn't happen because it did the same exact thing. It recorded, but it didn't fucking play. And I was like, what's going on, you know? So needless to say, it never came out. And I really want to apologize to Jay more importantly because I, I, I fucked up. I just assumed it was going to be all right. Because I, I know I was going to reset the settings, you know? So... I'm currently watching Primetime Wrestling from 1980, the winter of 87. I want to say December, the last week of December of 87. It's from it's a garden show, and it's Hercules destroying Tito Santana, who who just got to the ring, and Honky Tonk Man had his match prior with against Siviafi, and Honky Tonk attacked him, so which made Hercules come out and just. Destroy Mr. Tito Santana and and incite this New York crowd, and a very young Phil was there. I can tell you that I was in the back. I was at most of these shows around this time. So the holidays are very special in terms of wrestling for me because I remember just you know I can remember my first couple years as a wrestling fan, um, just being excited that we get a Christmas break and you can. I was getting magazines at that point at a, at a, on a regular basis. I was, like, obsessed with, obsessed, obsessed, I should say. I was obsessed, obsessed with, um, with getting magazines and, you know, eventually I got the figures. But that one, the one year that the LJNs came out, I can remember, um, my mom, uh, would shop. She was one of the first ones to shop. I don't want to say online, but through catalogs. She had friends who had, like, 
you know, like um, these credit cards that had like, um, you know, like they would have like catalogs, consumers and and JCPenney's and, and, you know, all these other places. My mom would get like a circular and be like, all right, y'all, I'll give you the money. Can you get me this, this, and this? And and, my, and they would, she, that's how she would get them. And I only know that because my mom would hide all the shit in the back room in her bedroom. We had a railroad apartment. We lived in a six-family apartment building. So when you walked into my apartment, it was the kitchen. I'm sorry, the living room was the, when you walked in. You walked into the living room. To the left was your kitchen bathroom, and then to the right was the rooms, and they were called railroad rooms because they were like just they go they go straight down. So it was my room, my sister's room, my two sisters shared a room, and then my mother. Excuse me. And uh, so my mom would hide all the shit in the back. I didn't notice until my sister had found the box of all the shit. She's like, "Yo, I think I found the presents." I'm like, "Oh boy." You know, and for days, she kept telling me, you want to see him, you want to see him. I'm like, no, no, no. And and at this point, I'm like, I was getting hip to not being, not not Santa Claus not being there, but I wanted to just, uh, I wanted my sister to believe there was a Santa Claus, you know, because she's three years younger than me at this point. My other sister was a baby. She didn't even know any better, right? So I, I was like, all right, whatever. So now I'm, I'm, I'm fighting it, you know? And then my sister's oh, my mommy got you this. I mean, look, I don't know, you got Macho Man and you got, you know, and you got so-and-so and so-and-so. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Like, leave me alone. Like, <laughs> I don't want to know. And and then uh, one day I went into the bedroom and my mom had a couch. I'm sorry, she had a chair um, in the in the corner of her bedroom, like a lounging chair. And behind the chair there was like a spot where there's a door that would lead to the hallway, but you never used that. There was like a, se- a separate entrance, but she never used it. So she used that spot of storage or whatever. And my sister must have left the box open. I looked in the box and all the shit was there. I was like, oh, man. I'm like, I didn't, but I didn't want to like. So I had to act excited, you know. I was like, oh, great. This is great. Merry Christmas. And I'm so, so psyched to get my LJNs because it was so dope. We only got a few. Um, Excuse me. You only get a few because um, some of these stores didn't have. All of the sh- all of the shit they didn't have uh, they didn't have all of the uh, the figures, so they would only have select ones. So I already had Hogan, and I had Hillbilly Jim, so I needed some bad guys. And you got Macho Man, I got Andre. Um, what else did I get at that point? I had um, Junkyard Dog. I had the original run of the Junkyard Dog. I had Jimmy Snooker. I had Roddy Piper. I had. And then I, after that, I was just like, you know, whoever got me something, I got it. I got the Pile Driver album that one year for Christmas from my Aunt Tina. That was fucking fantastic. It was a cassette that came in like an album cover. It was pretty dope. I was very excited about that. Because at that point, I had gotten like a clock radio cassette player for, for Christmas too. So you can actually set the alarm for a cassette to go off. So I was fucking getting up to to pile drive. I was getting up to the demolition song every morning to go to school. Six thirty. <laughs> my mother was like, "Shut that shit off!" And he's like, "Shut up, demolition." But yeah, I was so excited. I was, you know, wrestling and the holidays were always hand in hand because there was always something going on. Uh, like I said, the magazines, and I would get figures, and then trading cards. I would get. Oh my goodness! I had gotten. Uh, when Nintendo came out, I had gotten, you know, the pro wrestling game, and then I got the the, w, the WCW game. 
I got the the, the the WrestleMania game, the first one, and it was like, wow. It was just like, you know, every year there was something with wrestling. And they, they Once they knew I was a wrestling fan, it was, it was, it was, I was good to go. And then I got t-shirts and tickets to events, and like, I was just like, I was excited, you know? And, uh. You know, I'm a sucker for nostalgia. That's why I've been doing this podcast for almost 10 years, you know. So I was very excited. There was so much to do. And then, you know, on your winter break, you're always with your friends and with the wrestling figures and who had the ring. And I got the AWA ring one year for Christmas. I got someone didn't know that I even didn't, that they thought I, you know, we did, do we know, would you like this? And I said, of course I would like this, you know, because, you know, again, this was, this stuff wasn't on television. I mean, I didn't have cable until 1989, 90. I had to go watch wrestling in somebody else's house. My uncle had cable. My block, my neighborhood had cable. My block didn't get cable. My, you know, so I had to, I, so AWA, NWA was six months behind, like I said. The, you know, so I didn't get anything but WWF on the weekends, you know. Two shows on Saturday, one on Sunday. So you, you know, you, I tell you, it was a deal. And, the holidays were always good. Now I grew up in in Ridgewood, Queens, so it was the it was the Queens North Brooklyn border of the five boroughs, and my neighborhood was so I don't want to say small, but it was my immediate family lived in a five or ten block radius of everything. So when I was a kid, we didn't drive anywhere for holidays. We'd walk to grandma's house, you know. We'd walk to aunt's house, walk to uncle's house, you know. It was like and my mom, we had two families. My mom was married a couple times, so we'd go to her husband's families and stuff like that. So it was like everybody would go, would con- conjugate in these, in this, in this, in one or two areas, and it was wonderful. So I was like, that's why I didn't drive till I was in my late twenties. You know, I was like, give a shit. I didn't have to drive anywhere. I was, I took, I lived five blocks from a train, and ten blocks from another train that got me to Manhattan in twenty minutes. So I really didn't need a. I didn't. I I was going. I was taking the trains and buses at eleven and twelve years old. I was pretty self sufficient by the time I was in junior high school. Um, wasn't the very best of plans, but my mom, you know, I guess my mom had enough, you know, enough trust in me not to, you know, not to do anything stupid. And if I did something stupid, I definitely wouldn't bring it home because I would get my ass kicked, you know. But um. The holidays have always been special, and then being a volunteer in EMS, that was fun, because we would bring kids, uh, sick kids toys, we'd do like uh, Secret Santa, and we would do like, um, you know, we would go with the with the local bi- motorcycle clubs, and we would, you know, we would hook up with them with the ambulances, and then we would take the, uh, we would go take all, the, get donations and take all the donations to this uh, hospital in, in the other side of Queens, St. Mary's in Bayside, Queens, and all these kids that either are going to live there for the rest of their lives or, or won't be home for the holidays temporarily, we'd bring all these kids toys. And let me tell you, even like today, like I'm, I spent, I just spent half of my p- paycheck on paying my credit card bill and just buying presents um, and gift wrapping and, and, and bags. I, don't, I can't gift wrap, so I buy bags. <laughs> I wrapped the shit and I got and I got cards to put money in because I you know I got a lot of nieces and nephews and a lot of them are big now so it's like I'm not giving them anything to open anymore it's giving cash my son told me last night I want cash 
You know, yet last year I got him a PlayStation, but, you know, that's not going to fly this year. I can't afford it. But I had to beg, borrow, and steal for that. So just to give somebody a gift, I you know, it's it's more better to give than, than receive. It's, it's, it's wonderful, actually, believe it or not. Um, and I love I, – it's not my favorite holiday because I think Thanksgiving's a little more family-orientated because you're sharing recipes, you're sharing food, and it's food and family. Where Christmas is about the food and you're celebrating the birth of Christ, but – you know, no one puts that Christ in Christmas if if you don't go to church. You know, so if you don't go to church, you know, uh, um, if you're a non-practicing Christian, um, not that, that that not that's not bad, but you know, if you don't go to church regularly and you just celebrate Christmas, uh, it's it, it kind of takes some of the some of the spirit out, and that's why Little John Boy is my favorite Christmas song, because to me it depicts the 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 meaning of Christmas. You know, that's why you keep your tree up until January sixth. That's when the wise men make it back from when they go go visit baby Jesus and they make it back to where they to where they came from. That's how long it took them, you know. So that's why you keep your tree up. It's called Little Christmas and share and, and they celebrate that in Europe. So, uh, you know, it just certain things. I'm, uh, you know, and then the last ten years of my life with my son, you know, I just uh, this is my third year without him for Christmas, and uh, I'm absolutely heartbroken about it. But you know. I get to see him all the time. Not, not like I used to, but I see him, you know, fairly regularly. Um, and it's not, it's not something I like, you know. But like he came over and I got inspired to put the tree up. If you know, I feel like he would have not judged me, but he would have been like, "Why isn't your tree up?" You know, like he knows there's no, you know, he knows about Santa and all this shit. But like, you know, I didn't want him to know that I'm having a hard time. You know, but he could tell, man. It's so it's it's insane. Cause I I don't show it to him. I try not to. And he's always like, "Hey, you good? You all right?" Like he woke up this morning. I'm ma- I was making my sandwich in the in the kitchen. I was, ma- I was making a peanut butter sandwich. He's like, "Hey, you all right?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good, man. What's up?" He had just woken up. The first thing he said to me, the first thing he wakes up, he goes, "You all right? You good?" Came in the room this morning. You all right? You good? Like he knows, and I'm just, and my heart breaks because. I don't want him to know I'm upset, you know? <laughs> so I put the tree up, and I'm like, yo, man, let's just do it. Let's knock it out, whatever, whatever. And we had a good time, you know? Uh, but it's about family, and family's always first. And obviously that's why, allegedly, Choppy left, because family's first. And he couldn't, I guess he couldn't do everything, you know, like we do. So Jay has a family now, so he puts his family first, and... I'm a little different. I have people in my life who are like family, but I can't put them first because they're not with me all the time, and I can't... I mean, I make them the priority, and my family's not here, but, you know, I'm alone a lot lately, so it's like the last year or two, I'm alone a lot, and I have a lot of free time in terms of free space in my head, (laughs) and I let shit run in my head, but it's the holidays, and seasonal depression is, 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 is something that, you know... People suffer from. I just I'm just depressed. Period. It's not seasonal. It's every season. It just happens to be more intense when it's the holiday. You know. Uh, I'm just not in the mood, man. And I want to be. I want to be in the mood. I want to be happy. And I and wrestling makes me happy. It makes me very very happy. Uh, so that's why I'm going to talk about it and we're going to have some fun. And I hope you guys are uh, enjoying the episode. Uh, again, I apologize for Jay but not being here, and I apologize for the Wizards not being here. Uh, maybe next year when, you know, 
if things go back to normal a little bit, we can do it again. But now we're getting some COVID's picking back up again and this new variant. And I don't want to get too political, but my city is in disarray. The crime rate is ridiculously up. And, you know, the mandate for the masks is back and people just, I'm in a store today. I was like, fucking people not wearing their mask. And I'm like, I, even if you don't, even if you have the shots, I have three shots. I have the booster. Like, if you have the shots, you could still get sick. And uh, you live, if you live among a lot of people, why wouldn't you do it? Safety. Safety. Really what it is. And uh, I don't know. I, I live in a, in, a, in a very, very crowded city, so if I didn't, maybe I wouldn't get the shot. I don't know. I'm not as healthy as I should be, so I'm scared. Maybe, you know, I don't, but I don't know. It, it, it's so many, uh, you know, there's so many th- ways to look at it. You know, there's so many ways to um, to put it into perspective, and I don't, I don't think people, because of social media, because of the media itself... I don't think a lot of people are respecting other people on a human level. You know, it's like there's no more like face-to-face. Everybody has something to say, like behind the keyboard, behind their device. You know, it's like, you know, and then, you know, these these politicians and these these show, these news media shows like CNN and Fox News and CNBC are like, you know, just there's no, there's no continuity. There's no... There's no medium anymore. Everybody's barking at everybody else. Everybody's yelling. Everybody has to get. Everybody wants to get a point across, and everybody has to have their point and, and make it known. And my my point's better than yours. And I'm right because of this, and you're wrong because of that. And no one stops and is being a human. And what I mean by that is just like you can agree to disagree while respecting the other person's beliefs and rights and their and and their fates and. And, and everything they stand for. I'm not friends with people because of their political affiliation. I'm not family with... I'm family by blood with my family, but I'm not... I, you know, I respect their... I respect their, their views. I don't agree with them, you know, most of them anyway. Um, but that's how they live their life. That's how they want to raise their families. That's how they want to do their thing. It's like, I can't... I'm not going to... Uh belittle you tell you how to do shit and then with the holidays man it's like everything's heightened you know the city is in a buzz there's gridlock traffic everywhere you have they put a they put a giant tree every year in the middle of fucking manhattan and every tourist and every jerk off wants to come and look at it and it crowds up the streets and 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 there's stuff and people getting mugged and beat up and raped on the subways again getting beat up, it's like, I, I just, I'm just, I'm over it, and the main deal about, about Christmas is hope, and faith, and happiness, and joy to the world, and, you know, love, you lo- love, the, love, the, love your, uh, love thy neighbor, and take care of your fellow man, like, that kind of shit, like, you know, I'm not trying to preach or anything, but these are things that I was taught you know, I went to parochial school for four years, and I went to, then I went to regular school from fourth grade until until high school. So I was instilled these things, you know, religion wise. And I'm not I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a practicing Christian. I go to church every Sunday. I used to go to church every Sunday. I got a call recently from Michael's mom. She's like, you know, church misses you. You know, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. They probably do. 
um, I went to church to family, but now I'm not, I don't have a family anymore. I feel like I, that part of me is, 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 I guess dead. I don't know. I don't feel it. I don't feel, I don't have that, my, that feeling faith anymore. And it's sad. I don't want to be, you know, I don't not believe. I'm just like, it was almost like a, uh, an activity. We did, we went to church as a family. We volunteered as a family. We did things as a family at church. And now I don't have that family. Now she's got her own family. And my son still goes there. So what am I going to do? Go there and, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm by myself. I feel like I'm alone and I'm not, you know? So I, but the bottom line is, though, it's like, it's all about how being a better human. And I don't make any New Year's resolutions, but I'm going to try next year to be a better human, like I always do. I'm going to try to be more understanding to other people that I don't know and, and, and the things I don't know and don't understand. I'm going to try to make myself understand better. I'm going to hopefully fix this fucking podcast and make sure I don't make any, as many mistakes as I do usually or better, better technology. Um, and we're going to, we have some really good content for you guys and we'll get into that in the next couple of weeks. But, you know, this year has been so weird, you know, not having Choppy and then Jay just picking up the slack and he has been absolutely brilliant. He changed his lifestyle. Um, and he made it work, and he even got himself into a little trouble, and he still made it work. He committed himself to family, committed himself to the podcast, and I couldn't be more thankful. I mean, I miss Choppy to death. I really do, um, uh, and I and I miss his friendship and the fun that we had. You know what I'm saying? But um, everybody has to do their thing, and I can't. I can't get mad. I mean, I, I'm upset, but I can't really hold it like that, you know, I can't really, my, I'm not going to be bitter about it, I'm going to be upset because, you know, people liked what we were doing, and we were on a buzz, and we got Jay, and I thought getting Jay was like the, the trifecta, you know, the triple threat, you know, the six man, we were the free birds, you know, we were the Von Erics, you know, we were the fucking Russians, we were, we were, like, we, we were the Legion of Doom, we were the best six man tag in this podcasting game, so I feel like, you know, we lost that, we lost that with Choppy, you know. So I'm going to make sure that you guys get the best out of us. And I'm going to make sure that you guys um, get, get you know, your fill of this. No pun intended. <laughs> Seriously, no pun intended. And I'm just excited to still be doing this. And I'm not getting mad at it yet. Even though I got mad a couple weeks ago, I shut down social media. And I was pissed off and, you know, that kind of thing. I was just, I'm, I'm not... I don't know. For me, it's like yeah, I try really hard to not worry about things I can't fix and get upset too easily. And you know, um, part of me is still having a hard time with that. So I don't know if it's a deal. I don't know if it's uh, if it's something I, I'll hopefully really fix to the point where I don't show it no more. I, I want to be at a point where I care, but I don't care. If that makes any sense to you guys. I, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like I don't care, but, you know, I want to be at that point in my life where I care, but I don't care. Where I care enough not to worry about shit I can't fix. Like, I'm concerned, but not concerned enough to, to change my, my, my attitude, or to change my way of life, or to change, or to compromise something that I, that I believe is, is strong with me, not with you, you know? So, but anyway, let's, uh, let's get into some, some wrestling, huh? Let's get into some wrestling news and talk and then we'll take a 
take a little break and we'll do a throwback for you. All right. How about that? All right. So before I do my break, um, it's actually right before Christmas. Actually, is it Christmas Eve yet? No, it's two minutes to Christmas Eve. They made Christmas Eve a holiday here in New York City, like for mass transit and shit like that. Like, and then like even my job, like since Christmas falls on a Saturday this year, they made the holiday on a Friday. So, and it's my day off anyway. So, nah, it's just a, it's you know what it is, man. It's a it's a racket. I'm, I'm, I got that Charlie Brown syndrome this year, you know? <laughs> Everything's a fucking racket, you know? Um, but I got a request from Mr. Eric Martin. He said, Phil, I want a philatorial. How you doing? What's going on? Um, I don't want to do a whole philatorial. I, I will tell you that um, I am... You know, I have the idea of this depression thing. It's a fucking nightmare. But I have, like, seasonal depression, I guess they call it, where you're, like, you're sad at times during the holidays where you're not supposed to be. But I tell you what, though, my son came to see me last Friday, and I didn't have a tree up. And when he came, I put the tree up. I was like, you know what? He was the reason why I put the tree up. I know he's 14, and he doesn't know. I mean, he doesn't do the the Santa thing and the elf on the shelf thing anymore and stuff like that. So in all these videos I'm getting, every day I get, like, the time. I have this app on my phone called Time Hop. And it brings back all the old memories of him and, and his videos. And I have 10 years of stuff. And uh, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. Because um, he's such a good kid, you know. And, and, he, and he's all grown up now. He's got, like, hair on him on his fucking lip and his armpits. And he's just a good boy. And he's um just a good kid. And uh, I love him to death. And that's the only reason why I'm still out here on Staten Island, because of him. Like, I can walk to his house from where I am. And, uh, you know, when I realized that I, that I was going to still have him in my life after the, everything happened, I was like, all right, I'll stay, I'll stay, I'll stay, you know, because, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, all right, it's important. And he, I know he's not mine biologically, but I was I was talking to his dad last week, and his dad's like, you know, his dad wants me to come over there and spend Christmas with them, you know. Like, it's just, it's, it's a good vibe. And I always got along with, with Mike's dad. And I still get along with his mom. We're, we're good now. It's like, it's it's come to that. You know, we're all down for the same cause now. She's got a new, whole new life now. And I guess I'm still trying to find mine, which is kind of, that. that's really what depression is about. Like, just finding yourself, you know. But doing a podcast makes me happy, as it's officially Christmas Eve. And uh, I just, I got to tell you, man, with the politics and this coronavirus thing coming back hard again, not coming back, but like getting worse, people are getting sick. I got another family member got sick. I just found out today. It's like, I just, uh, you know, I hate going outside now. I hate taking the bus. <laughs> I hate taking, I just, I don't like being outside. I don't like being with people anymore. I went to two AEW shows and they were great. But like I didn't, I didn't want to be in that crowd. I went to a convention, and I was uneasy and uncomfortable. And I just, you know, I'm starting to get like that. You know, I don't want to be anywhere anymore. And just, I don't, I'm not in the best of shape, so I don't want to, I don't want to get sick. And I know I'm, I'm triple vaccinated. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm less likely to get something, but I could still get it. And I, that's what bothers me. And politics of the city, they're going to scale back on New Year's Eve, so this this bozo of a mayor that we have is on his way out, but it's like, oh, you know, 
I'm, we're still going to have New Year's Eve, but we're going to scale it back. How do you scale back the biggest event in New York City? I don't understand. Like Millions of people come in for that shit to, to watch the ball drop. They stand outside for fucking 12 hours for two minutes, you know. Uh, I, I must tell you, though, it's, it's you know, I, dr- I drive through Times Square every morning on the way to work. And I know it's 5 and 6 a.m. in the morning, but to be honest with you, it's a it's a sight, so I know why it's the center of the universe, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of biased when it comes to that. Um, what else is going on? I mean, this whole the Mets got a great manager the other day, Buck Showalter. I'm excited about that. If they can get this collective bargaining agreement done before February, uh, maybe we'll have a season, you know. Um, I play fantasy football every year. I haven't played in a real. I haven't. I've been doing free ones the last couple of years, and I was three and five, and I won five games in a row, and I made it to the championship game. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck I did. I'm a fourth seed. I was one and three, one and four, and then one and five, then three and five, and then eight and five. It's crazy. It's crazy how it happens. I have more success. Ooh, excuse me. I have more success on the on the ones that uh <laughs> that I don't pay for. It's ridiculous. So there you go. What else is going on in in in, in this exciting life that I have? Um, I did some. I did. I didn't do a lot of Christmas shopping this year. I don't have a lot of money. So this my nieces and nephews are getting envelopes, and my parents get one, and uh, I'll exchange with Steph and her daughter, and and then I'll see my other godchildren when I see them. So um. It's just a racket. I don't have it this year. <laughs> you know, I just can't. I can't, you know. And, uh, you know, I guess it's a thought that counts. And I'm going to be with family, which is important. As much as uh, it pains me sometimes. <laughs> it, it It's important, you know. And I, I must tell you, I'm excited. And I'm not excited. I just want to, I'm on vacation now until the new year so I can chill out. And maybe I'll play some Strat and fucking... Just relax, you know. Hockey's on COVID shutdown till the twenty seventh. I'm like, I know hockey this weekend. I get basketball on Christmas Day though. There's games like all day, so if you're a basketball fan, have at it, you know. And then right after that, it's 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 Rumble season. Can't believe it, and I'm happy. Uh, Red Dragons back together, uh, you know. Um, NXT is getting interesting, uh, you know. I've been watching uh, old NWA again because I love it, you know. <laughs> I absolutely fucking love it, you know. Um, and it's it's a deal, man. Like I I I love all the retro shit and the networks putting and the Peacock is we call it the cock. The cock's putting out more stuff, so it's really cool. Great Buddha's birthday today. I was watching a bunch of. Great Muda videos on the way home from work. Him throwing shining wizards to everybody. So dope. You know? So, been watching some old school wrestling, uh, you know, because I do do an old school wrestling podcast. <laughs> and, uh, what else? I can't... Honestly, Eric, I, I don't have an exciting life. You know, your boy is, uh, is kind of dull these days. You know? I am going to see Sebastian Maniscalco uh, on Sunday, the day after Christmas, with Steph. That should be cool. Um, he's a funny dude, Midwest comedian. If you, I know, I'm sure everybody's heard of him. So I'm, I don't, I don't want to be in a crowd, but I'm excited to see him nonetheless. 
and uh, I was debating getting some basketball tickets next month. Uh, but I don't know if I want to go to. I, I just don't want to be in crowds, man. I'm just like I'm just. There's just so many fucking people that live here. You know, it's just it's and no one's doing the right thing. It's like you know who's wearing a mask, who doesn't want to wear a mask. I, I I'm not into this whole mandating motherfuckers to get that to get the shot. I I want to suggest you get it if you live in a big city. Uh, but if you don't get it, that's your prerogative. But wear a mask. Be mindful. There's other people around you. You know, I work with people. I have one person I work with. She's expecting twins in like you know in like five weeks. Like, how do you how do you not want to be protected around them? People like that. You know, I got people around me who who have big families. How would you not want to do that? You know, it, it's just so important to be mindful and. And that's the whole thing with being the human element of it. And Jay and I speak about this all the time. And I'm, I'm sure Chops and I have spoken about it too in length, you know, about the human element, being a good human. And it's so important. And it's you don't have to be left or right or indifferent like I am. You just got to be fucking mindful. That's all. And have respect for your fellow man. And I think because of social media, because of media in, in general, People get scared out of their fucking minds. You know, people get scared out of their fucking minds, and it's like, well, what what, what, what am I going to do? And you're like, well, you know what? Be a good fucking human. You know, be a good fucking human. And, you know, it, it's and it's the holiday season. Have some respect for your fellow man, you know? Uh, so, I don't know. That's pretty much it. Um, we, I do have some wrestling. We, we, did, we did talk about wrestling the other day. About Punk and MJF and AEW stuff was good. Uh, Y2J was hospitalized. We, you know, we liked the war games. Johnny Gargano will probably stay in NXT. Um, and he'll probably make his debut back. In, they're doing a show in Cleveland next year. That's where he's from. I thought the final battle pay-per-view at Ring of Honor was fantastic. Uh, Jonathan Gresham is your world champion. The Briscoes are your tag team champions. And they're gonna and Rhett Titus won the TV title, and you know, just fun stuff. And I, you know, I recently listened to Carrie Silken on Jericho's podcast, and I was, I was sad and happy at the same time. I really hope Ring of Honor gets together. The COVID thing really crushed them in terms of numbers and m- revenue. They're not a big company. They're owned by a big company, but they're not a big company. So they, you know, they didn't. They lo- they lo- they bled money basically, and they paid all their wrestlers too while the pandemic was going on. So, you know, uh, I'm just excited. You know, I really am. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, Kevin Owens getting that three million dollar deal, good for him. You know, it's just, that's listen. He wants to feed his fucking kids and have better and better payday. He'll get a chance to play with his friends again. I guarantee it. I I, I promise you guys that. But right now, AEW is like, you know, trying to fit 15 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. It's not going to happen. And I don't mean shit because the product is shit. It's not. It's fantastic. But even even Colorado going over there, it's like, you know, how many guys can you possibly have? You know, how many guys can you possibly have? And then, you know, the whole thing with the, with, with the, the Danielson and Paige going an hour... You know, listen, I love a good match like that. I feel like, though, on a, on a free television show, not telling a decent enough story, it, it kind of takes away from it. You know, if that makes any sense to you guys, I don't know. I feel like it does. 
Um, I, it, it just does. You know, I don't know. And I, I love the match, though. I did, I did. Um, they announced also that they're going to have an Owen Hart uh, tournament, women's and men's, which I'm very excited about. Um, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, we got a new uh, Best of the Super Juniors winner, and it was uh, Takahashi. Hiromu Takahashi, which is, and he fought um, one of the Tempora boys. That was a good match. And the other Tempora boy fucking interfered, so that's going to be another good good rivalry. And we got a the World Tag League with um, Chaos won it. Uh, I, it's fucking escaping me now. I can't believe this. But the, the fucking Yoshihashi and... Um, I forgot who else. I'm 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 exhausted. I've been up since four a.m. this morning. But uh, oh, Goto. I'm sorry, Goto. That's right. Goto and Yoshihashi won the uh, world tag, so they're gonna get a title shot at, at Wrestle Kingdom. We're probably gonna be podcasting r- r- for Wrestle Kingdom. Is two nights? Is three nights? But I'm gonna be doing. A, I want to do a preview show, and I'm probably gonna be podcasting during the fucking thing. I'm gonna work on that. Maybe if technology doesn't fail me, like it always does. <laughs> um. What else is going on? I got all my stuff written down. I think I talked about everything here. Um, oh, man, the fucking the Hannibal thing. That dude from Hannibal TV attacking that referee. You fucking serious, man? Did you guys read? Did you guys see the video of that dude's head, the referee's head? That was a shoot. That guy got cut up for real, you know? They recently took a GoFundMe for the medical bills and stuff like that, and they're going to do a couple of tribute shows for him. But let me tell you something, man. Thank God that wasn't one of my wrestling friends, and I was and I was at a show because I'd probably be fucking arrested. <laughs> that was some heinous shit. What the fuck is wrong with people these days, man? You know. And and then the guy goes on the on goes online and starts fucking snapping back at people, and then snapping back at wrestlers and start. I was like, yo, man, this dude needs to get checked. You know, I'm not a big Bully Ray fan, but I want to send Bully Ray after him. You know. <laughs> I just don't, I don't get people. Why would you want to legitimately hurt somebody else in the ring when you're trying to entertain the crowd, when you're trying to get yourself over as a character, when you're trying to do something fun for the fans and that turns into a fucking nightmare? That's ridiculous, you know? Uh, I saw the Jeff Hardy, uh, some videos of him, and he looks good, and... I think there's more to it with the whole thing of him being released and him going home that night. And I, you know, what I don't want to speculate. And Jay and I talked about it too. Like I'm hoping that it wasn't that. I'm hoping he just got just got fed up and left. You know, and if he was fucking up and he refused rehab, apparently, I don't know. Then that's on you, and it's a responsibility you need to take, Jeff Hardy. And we're gonna pray for you still, and hopefully you get by this and. And back on TV because, you know, he's not a bad guy. He's not a bad performer. You know, I, I like his world title runs with, and I like his feuds with Undertaker and CM Punk and his brother. Those are all good feuds, man. Really good feuds. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, I went to a, uh, I went to, we, so I was in, I went to PAX Unlimited last week with the, with the Domingo down in Philly. What a shit show Philadelphia is, man. Philadelphia is full of homeless people. And hood rats. It's like it's like a cleaner version of of New York City. What a fucking nightmare! But the but the homeless situation down there is, is ridiculous. They gotta get they gotta get something going over there, man. 
uh, it, it was just, I was legitimately depressed seeing some of these people out there. And thank God it wasn't hot, it wasn't cold. It was almost 70 degrees, ironically, that day, two weeks ago. Uh, and then we went to a couple of vintage toy stores on the way home the next day. And I scored myself a Survivor Series program, or an original Survivor Series program, the first Survivor Series, November 26, 1987, from the Richfield Coliseum in Ohio, right outside of Cleveland. And it was signed by King Kong Bundy. And then I open up the, the, the plastic. It's in like a comic book plastic sleeve, right? I take it out. There's another King Kong Bundy autograph with him and Undertaker. So, yeah, man, I, got the, I was in Jersey, got a Jersey autograph, King Kong Bundy from, from New Jersey, the walking condominium from Atlantic City, as uh, Gorilla Monsoon used to call him. I was excited about that. And uh, that's pretty much it, man. Uh... I'm not going to do the throwback. I said I was going to do the throwback before. I'm not going to do the throwback. Uh, I'm going to play... Actually, I'm gonna, I the road show that Matt Squires did for us, I'm going to play that because it was fucking fantastic. So I'm going to kick it up right now to... I think he was in Schenectady, New York. Man, this was so fun. This was absolutely amazing. Uh, so let's take it up to Matt Squires, the maniac himself. And he's in, I think he's in Schenectady. Matt, are you there? Look out and happy holidays. It is Maniac Matt with your turnbuckle throwbacks. Holiday spectacular. We are here in Schenectady, New York at the Caldor Company Christmas Party Extravaganza. And we are out here and we are also in support with the suicide prevention program out here and it's not what you think folks we are actually trying to prevent the wrestler's suicide from getting back in the ring so if you come out 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 here and support us that would be wonderful we also want to thank phil for actually catering this whole event with his new grubhub account we appreciate the spread and jay we appreciate you picking up the tab now, it wouldn't be a holiday extravaganza if we didn't have the fat man himself here oh, 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 with a couple of unique gifts for this turnbuckle throwbacks Christmas spectacular. First thing, we're going to get out of the bag here. Let me grab this right here. Oh, what a great stocking stuffer we have. It is an Iron Mike Sharp pencil sharpener, and it says on the side, it ain't sharp. Unless it's Iron Mike Sharp. What a great stocking stuffer or a wonderful Hanukkah gift. How you doing there? All right, what else we got down here? Ooh, perfect for all of you vehicle enthusiasts out there. I have an authentic WCW Dale Torborg racing wheel cover. It gets hot in the summer. It protects your hands. It gets cold in the winter. You have a nice grip on that wheel with your tail Dale Torborg, sorry about that, wheel cover. And for all the little girls out there who are looking to get into the dating scene, we have a Katie Vick mystery date game. Ho-ho! Boy, I bet you'll be knocking him dead with that one. Look out! And over here, we have an aquatic gift. Oh, check it out right here. Brand new in the box. A beautiful... 10-gallon Shark Boy fish tank 
Oh, shell yeah. Check it out. Is that a guppy? What? Is that a guppy? What? Is that a clownfish? What? That's right. You can get your own Shark Boy fish tank out here at Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Now, it is the traveling season. We are busy in and out of the airports, seeing our family, seeing our friends. Nothing more cumbersome than trying to load your luggage through the airport. Well, we can ease all of your pain and suffering with a brand new product. We have the Ron Simmons luggage carrier. That's right, a Ron Simmons luggage carrier. Just throw that luggage on there and it will be carried by a pro up to the gate. And last but not least, we are all about looking good and feeling good, but also about protecting yourself. And this product here does both. It is a Bruiser Brody frog-proof shower mirror so you can shave your back but also watch your back at the same time. So we just want to thank all of you guys out there for this wonderful event that's going on out here at Schenectady. And we want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas from Turnbuckle Throwbacks. And hopefully a Christmas miracle this year. Hopefully Jake gets that haircut. <laughs> Happy holidays, y'all. From me, Maniac Matt. Woo! On the road with your road report. All right. Thank you, Maddie. Love you, brother. Happy uh, Christmas. Merry New Year to you and, and the Squires family. Matt, is there's a couple of guys behind the scenes I have to thank. It, it, Matt especially. Ron Singh, who's been giving us all these awesome fucking drops for the, from these all these wrestlers that come to visit him at the, at the Wrestling Universe out in Queens. And, uh, you know, I mean, we got to, you know, thank... There's so many people, Shaylin and, and Rob and Elaine and... And uh, you know, Uptown Georgie and Pastor and all the all the rant guys and the Wizards and there's so many people I want to thank. I did, I mean, to help us behind the scenes, especially Shining Wizards Tony. Every time I, every time something breaks, fucking Tony's there to help me out and bail me out because I'm a fucking disaster when it comes to this stuff. So, and uh, I'm gonna wind this down because I'm exhausted and I I told you guys I get an episode out. And I have to be up early tomorrow, so I have to take a fucking schlep out to Queens to see my parents and my family. Uh, but, you know, uh, it's been a pretty rough year uh, emotionally. Uh, physically, too, I'm having a hard time. I'm going to address some issues in the new year, too. I don't like to make resolutions, like I said. And I think I, think I said that earlier, too. I don't like to make resolutions. I'm going to try to uh, take care, better care of myself. And I'm going to keep battling this depression. I'm going to keep on with the keep on. I'm going to keep on doing things that make me happy. I'm going to give my job 110%, even though I hate it now. And I'm going to be the best fucking Phil I can be. And when I'm the best Phil, that, that's better for me. That's better for people who care about me and love me. And more importantly, that's, that's good for you guys, man. It's good for you guys. You guys are fucking the bee's knees, you know. Um, I just can't thank you guys enough for supporting us, and I promise you that shit's going to get better um, in terms of technology and, 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 
and we're being a little more organized, and Jay and I are going to try to, you know, do that for you guys. And maybe, maybe, hopefully we get an update from Choppy. Maybe we'll get Choppy to come back, and I doubt it, but, you know, uh, I, I mean, I can dream, can I? I? Can I dream? Can I, can I pretend that, uh, you know, that I, I don't know. <laughs> I just want things to go smooth again. Um, I just want things to be fucking great like they used to be, you know. I'm just, uh. I'm just happy that I can still do this for you guys. I, I sincerely, I really do I'm glad I could do this for you guys. Seriously. Um, but we're going to wrap this up. So let's uh, play some Christmas music. If my video doesn't fucking crap out on me. Let's see here. Can I mute this? I think I can mute this, right? Wow, this computer sucks balls. Maybe I get a new computer next year. Or, or jack up this other one that I have that I don't even use, you know? What a shit show. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I can't play the file, so I open up the YouTube page, and YouTube is, like, fucking trying hard to play. It's like, playback doesn't begin shortly. Try refreshing a device. I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? It's, I don't want that song. Ay, 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 ay. I want to end it with what well, like I always end it. Oh, then I got a cameo commercial. You know Mick Foley's making a half a million dollars doing cameo? God bless that dude, huh? Really? <laughs> Ain't that some shit? I want to get famous and do cameos. You know? Drinking water before bed burns 46 pounds. Get the fuck out of here. That's gross. These These commercials are ridiculous. But that FDA approved. Okay. Anyway. Listen, guys. I want you to have a very merry and safe Christmas. Have a blessed new year. I might come back and do another show next week. If not, we'll see you in the new year. I can't thank you guys enough again, really. Have a really blessed holiday. Please be careful. Don't drink and drive. Don't be a jerk off. Be a good human, man. All right? Wear a mask. Don't bring your fucking diseases on the train or the bus or the restaurant or the next wrestling match you go to. Let's watch more wrestling in the new year. Let's be fucking happy about life and take care of each other. Like the fucking, like, I don't know, I don't know like the Bible says, but like, like, you know, like I say. How about that? I say it. Take care of yourself. Take care of everybody else. All right? Family first, always. I love you guys. Shout out to all you guys, too. Mott Spock and, and Rob, Elaine, everybody. Thank you so much, guys. I love you. Shaylin, I love you. Eric, uh, Choppy. I mean, there's so many people I can thank. Double A, Tony C, Surfer. Surfer's got the Rona. Feel better, brother. I love you. Lee Champion. So many people I want to shout out. Jimmy Ferrari, Dark Satellite Media. All those guys. The BSB guys. Thank you so much for your inspiration. The New York hardcore scene, all the shitty sports teams I root for, my family, my friends, my cat, Augie, pain in the ass. Merry Christmas. Love you guys. I'm going to bed. Peace out. <laughs>